This is what the school provided me. <laughs> and with that note, welcome. Episode 4, Season 5 of The Fantasy Trail. I'm Matt, along with Michael Scarano, a.k.a. Money Mike, and... Nobody calls him that. <laughs> uh, uh, I've been called that my whole life. Absolutely not. Uh, a very sad and dejected uh, JT here. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't be the one in charge of picking the titles for the podcast each week. Yeah, I mean that seems fair. Uh, I'd like to uh, I'd like to <laughs> put a motion forward to uh, to change the title. And you know, it's weird. I, I was I was not going to do tonight, but Tamala says something about I signed a contract or something like that. I don't know. He's a real uh, he's a real workhorse. Yeah, you know, and you know, so here are our standings, and we have two um, three and O teams, Scarano and the Michael Thomas, uh, mm. and then we have. A, we have uh, one, two and one team, and that is Casey. And the rest of us are one and two. Wow. I mean, that's, I, I, I did not realize it was that close. Uh, you know, I was looking at the um, draft rankings, how they changed throughout the year, and I had moved up to fifth, fifth place, and I did not understand how I had moved up to fifth place. Because I have one win. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting. They got um, me at sixth, man. And I, I feel like I'm in chaotic disaster. So it's uh, it, it's quite a cluster of, of uh, performances. That we, we it kind of shows the playoff races open up. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I think some things interesting things to look is Scarano is the only team to break 500 points. Hmm. Colin is the only team not to break 400 points. And if we're looking with points against, it's a uh, most points against, it's real close between UJT. Yeah. And uh, Jess and Joel. I mean, that's the one you want to win right there, right? I mean, that's, yeah, that's great. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> so um, I, and then the other thing I, I, I tend yeah. to I, I, I tend to look at uh, number of <laughs> you know uh, Scarano's only made four. The Mike, Michael Thomas is right up there near the top with five, six is the most. Casey's only made one, and Rachel hasn't made a single move. Searching for it, a new roster spot. I mean, I, I guess that's just what happens when you draft the entire Buffalo Bills team, and they oh. are playing amazing. Well, I mean, as much as they are, they're clearly not playing very amazing for the fantasy side that she's in. Uh, Allen has been, uh, but I don't know. That's that's weird. You would think, based on her clear Buffalo love and affiliation with her squad this year, that with as amazing as they are playing on offense, she'd have some some better performances. Yeah. All right, so let's go and quickly. She's had some guys go down, like Jai Dude. She's just playing Jai Brown. Mm. All right, should we we uh, do a quick recap of last week? Sure. You want me to pull that up tomorrow? Yeah, and and you know what? Let's recap. talk about let's talk about the matchup that everyone's talking about, and that is uh, I took down JT. Um, 
And you know what? Th- th- this is I've had a couple of talking couple about um, but I put I put up the second highest score in the league this week, which uh, you know is Mahomes uh, putting up a forty four always helps. Um, and you know we JT we were going back and forth all weekend. Eckler helps. Um, it, it it all came down to that Monday night game. Um, yeah, just to set the stage, Tamala, I was down twenty, and I had four guys, including my top two picks, basically Lamar. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I had Ingram, I had Andrews, and you had you had Hollywood Brown and you had Mahomes. So it, honestly, that's pretty that's pretty close. If anything, I'd say obviously I was gonna get a few more points because I had more guys and we each had a pretty strong quarterback. It had Jay winning in the projection. It did, barely, by a point or two. Um and, and as you said, we went back and forth over and over again. But when Mahomes it did, but I mean I understand like Looking at it now, you wouldn't think it was close. It was, but it was it was unbelievable. Mahomes just came out and and dominated. And the first drive looked so good for Lamar. Great big run. Everything looked great. And then from that moment on, he scored no points. And Pat Mahomes repeatedly punched me in the face. It was unbelievable how bad it was. It, it made me question every bit of everything I've ever done in fantasy. And I texted Kamala. I went to bed at halftime. I woke up. It was closer than I thought, honestly, and the game apparently got a little closer too. I, I gave up. It was it was so disheartening. Tamala, I tip my cap to you. Mahomes was incredible. We really, uh, you know, I don't think I don't even think I had that bad of a week. Like, sorry, man. No, I and you, you know it it was interesting. Um, a lot of the scores in the league were projected to be much lower going yeah. into the Sunday night game, and then between the Sunday night game, um. With the Saints and Green Bay, and then the Monday night game, the scores really shot back up to where they had been. So I don't know if that's maybe the our entire league is. You being, don't like that. Yes, Matt. It goes against your theory of having everyone play one o'clock on Sunday. The the real scores came in Monday and Sunday night. But but is it just a couple of players propping up the scores? Because they, they we are seeing forties, thirty sevens. I mean, we're seeing some ridiculous scores these first couple weeks from yeah. a couple players. So. Absolutely. I mean, and and I think what was important too was there it's were truly. I look at it's any given Sunday, man. I mean. It was- I think I think it was going into the four o'clock games. We had a lot of lower ones too. There were there were a lot of big names, a lot of big teams, you know, that that had guys left from the Saints to the Packers to the like. It was it was interesting to see those numbers. I, I thought, oh, this is the first week we're actually going to have a little bit of a lower performance, and and it didn't work out to be that way at all in the end. You know, a, a score for me of one forty five, one forty six, almost would it would have been huge, and and I would only beat you know four other teams. Um, so. Numbers are higher across the board, but I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. We don't need to spend too much time on our game. I think we've already probably spent too much. But Lamar really let me down, and I, I don't know if I could have done anything when you got 44 from a quarterback. Well, speaking of, you know, uh, monster scores, let's go to our next matchup. And that was um, Brian getting defeated by Scarano, and that was uh, 135 to 167. And Scarano, for most of the weekend, it looked like you were going to lose. Yes, it did. Uh, 
you, you know, especially with Newton only putting up 12 points. Um, there was a point where he was projected. But but then and I mean this happened with me in one of my other leagues. Yeah, and listen, there was a there was definitely a point. Riveting podcasting right here. Um but your Kamara with the 45 points. I mean, that completely saved you. Um and like I said, it's you didn't have a terrible week without that score. I mean, but at the same time, that one huge score completely saved you. I mean, even if he only put up a 20, you still would have won. But moving our score just slightly to that next level, it's one score that I will say is not a normal score. I mean, I think anytime you get over 30, you're looking at not normal scores. And here, no, it's higher. Yeah, how many forty? How many scores in the forty have we had this year already in three weeks? I mean, just this week we had three of them. So I mean, that's my Quite thing. You, you know, I I felt I feel kind of bad for Brian. It, he looked like he was going to pull this one out. Um, you know, he he got Galladay back. Um, he got you know he started out. We had it coming. <laughs> And he's still running with three quarterbacks. I wonder yeah. if that. I wonder if that's going to change. Yeah, and, and and I don't know if you guys saw this. His top scorer was um was the defense, and not that he didn't have a couple good performances here and there, but he had twenty eight at NDD against that abysmal Jets squad. Um, and and that's that's rare. It's really weird in this day and age with all the players we have on our teams to have a top scorer as a defense. Yeah, but tough one. And as I've said, I've never been too hot on like defenses. I, it's just never been my thing. All right. Next, we have. Um, like, I voted in favor for elimination. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so hit and miss. Same thing with kickers. Same thing with kickers. Um, all right. Next, we have Casey beating um, Jess and Joel. 172 to 162. Um, and this was a game that, you know, it was looking pretty good for Jess and Joel. Yeah. And Casey just squeaks out that high score of the week. Is this his second high score of the week? You know, it might be. Uh, Michael um, usually was the one who kind of kept track of that and he used to do the payouts for it. But um, that, that uh, you know, again, hat, hat tip to Casey. Russell Wilson has been an absolute monster for him. But Jess with an incredible Burkhead play, a great pickup with Mike Davis, just a really good week. She's running a really good squad and has had a a little little rough luck here to start for sure. Yeah, uh, I I think the Keenan Allen for that was kind of came out of nowhere against Carolina. Um, And Casey does not have much on his bench. I mean, he had Cobb putting up a good score this week in Michigan. I know, but do you, do you need a good bench when you're putting up 172 with your starters? I guess when the buys start is when you start to worry about that more. You know, th- these first couple of weeks, it's it's such an interesting thing because we are seeing everybody's full squad outside of injuries. Uh, when the buys begin, things get a lot more funky, uh, and there's a lot more reliance on that depth that you mentioned. Uh, so yes, I, I think there's something to that. He's obviously got Julio down there, um, and, and you know maybe Debo too. 
Uh, you know, Marlon Mack looking like he's going to be strong when he comes back, no doubt about it, <laughs> in 2021. Uh, but, you know, it, there's there, there's a big thing coming up when you got either COVID games, like we saw as a possibility all of a sudden. I know we can talk about that later. Or you got your buys. Um, so Casey was looking super strong. But I'd feel better if I were Jess because she's putting up that great score with her number one pick on the bench, with her one of her best receivers, if not her best receiver on the bench, with uh, you know a, a good solid backup quarterback. She's just, I think, got a lot more depth going than Casey right now. Even though Casey has a better record, I'd feel better if I were Jess. Yeah, I, I think Jess is, and um, you know th- that team, they got to make it to the playoffs. I think if they're able to make it to the fantasy playoffs, they might have a good shot. Um, but will will they get it put together for that? I, and I know that's I know we're still- yeah it's been three man. We got so much time. There's so much that can happen. You know, I I could just as easily lose or win every game from here on out. It's 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 too early to tell. But I do think depth in the bench is important, and I like what I see on Jess's squad. All right, next we have Colin winning against Jake. Who was? Probably by, if not the top overall, team, you know, I, I would say top, definitely top three team. Yeah. And Colin, Colin was not top three at all. Absolute um, shocker. A shocker. Well, but I mean, you, you look at Colin's team with Kyler Murray, Connor Hill, um, and then Robinson with Foles becoming the quarterback now. Yeah. That only helps him. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Montgomery's going to have more yep. with Cohen going out with the ACL. Um, Gage was a disappoint, w- disappointment for him. Um, Chargers D lost Chris Harris Jr., but again, who cares about the D? Well, um, I'll tell you what, though. You care more about the D when you win only by, you know, three points. This, this is a really interesting game. You know, it's, it's rare, I think, for us to have a lot of guys that get below 10 points. Um, and, and these guys combined for, for – 11 players that did not score above 10. Um, so even though some of their scores were good, it's because of some monster performances and then some really crummy performances, whether it was Gage getting hurt, Deontay Johnson getting hurt, um, David Montgomery not showing up, uh, just just some really tough ones. And that really matters when the, when the game is so close. Um, it came down, if you guys were watching last night, uh, it came down to Hill. And Hill had a really nice game. He was six above the projection, and that's what got yeah. Yeah, Colin, the win. If you take, you know, take away one of those TDs on that great throw from Mahomes over the shoulder, it doesn't happen. Uh, that that's a tough one for Jake. Um, getting that great locket game, uh, a nice Dak game again, but you know, some big names really letting him down. Edelman, Beckham. I know he's been back and forth on Deontay Johnson all year, but man, Lazard on that bench is tough too. Whew. Yeah. Well, um, you're saying could he if he puts if he puts Lazard in with with um, Devontae out, maybe. I mean, I don't know. He could have made it, but it's a Monday morning quarterback choice, right oh, there, totally. isn't it? Uh, no, no judgment there. I, I I can't decide my own team either, so I, I get it. But that's t- that's just a tough one because you kick yourself when it's such a close game. Yeah. Um. All right, and our last matchup was the Michael Thomas. Uh, winning uh, 154 uh, against Rachel, uh, 126. And Rachel, this was the low score of the week. 
Yeah, and you know we were talking about scoring below ten. Um, yikes! Rachel only had three guys score above. She had unfortunately seven that were below. You know, John Brown with the injury gets a zero. Saints D gets a one. Um, that that's that's tough. And then you run into Michael, who is Mister Consistency. You know, he said in the beginning, but he's right. He's made me eat my words. His guys have been great. And once again, it comes down to depth. James Robinson was a late round pick. Jonathan Taylor, as Mike noted, was was a late round pick. He's missed Michael Thomas. He plugs in Stevie Lamb, who has a nice game. You know, he's got Mostert out. Is probably putting in Robinson because of that. Just just really nice across the board. I like the way Burrow looks. He's got he's got a great Bucks D game. Yeah, it's a good game. Kudos to Michael. Yeah, uh, you know Goddard will be out for a couple weeks with him. Um, yep, and I. You know, he surprised me playing Brady because, I mean, the way Brady had looked the first two games, that, that was tough. That was tough. Um, and then with Rachel, I mean, I, I will say I, I watched that entire Cincinnati and Burrow just Josh loved Allen. Josh Tyler Boyd. He absolutely – he's going to be I – will, I will make the prediction – prediction that Tyler Boyd will be Rachel's number one receiver. Wow. I didn't watch that game without having him this year. Did he look that much better than green? Does green just look toast? Yeah. I mean, I, and I don't know. I don't know if it's because he's still getting, um, you know, doubled or getting the number one receiver, Mm -hmm. but they just could, they couldn't cover boy. It just pass after pass to Boyd and green. I mean, he'd catch it and then be tackled right away. No kind of separate separation. You're not getting that long pass. It's a lot of, you know, who um, Green looks like, Jeffrey, where mm-hmm. it, it would basically just be passed to him and then get tackled oh, right yeah. away. And just, you know, just catch the ball and fall right down. And yeah, now tomorrow, I, I do have a, a question for you. How much are you Probably willing? Time to hang it up. How much are you willing to pay me um, to not put things in the group chat? Uh, 30 seconds before you find them out in real life. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Cash or check. I'm taking offers. <laughs> 10 cents a week. 10 cents a week. Deal. Make it. Yeah. And sometimes like TV just has a little bit of a delay. Well, you know, it's, I'm not even on satellite. I'm streaming. Um, but you you know I mean and sometimes like oh, I, right. I have to sometimes it gives me a little chance to try and figure out what you, you're talking about. Yeah, and I try and be a little cryptic uh, because I I am aware of it now. Like I know that you don't know, but I also secretly love that you don't know. <laughs> so everyone's so happy. Oh man, can't believe that broken leg, and just want to see if I put it out in the ether, what happens to you. <laughs> All right, moving <laughs> on, guys. Le- all right. like last, ACL to me. <laughs> last last place teams. Money Mike, who's your last place team? Um, you know, I'm still going to keep Colin there. And, and I was debating between Colin and Rachel on this one, to be honest with you. Um, I, I'm gonna go with it. The Barkley injury uh really I think cements that. Although I don't know. I could say with such high scores and such volatility, I'm not as strong on this one. JT? You know, some of us, 
we're selfless. And the things we do are for others. So for me, I like to try and motivate certain people. I tell Michael Thomas he doesn't have a great team, 3-0. I tell Rachel she doesn't have a great team. She gets a great win. I back off. I say, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I, I take a little flock. So here we go again, Rachel. Looks to me like you've got the worst team. The Buffalo Bills are doing great, but your team's not. Sure, it has the same record as me, but let's be honest. Your points for, your points against, it's just a different ballgame. So just remember, I'm doing this for you, and in the end, you don't care. The Bills are winning. We all are happier because of it, except tomorrow, but that's beside the point. All right, and I am also going to – I'm going to go – I think Jamal's a closet Bills fan. <laughs> I'm saying it. Sticking with it. You, you know, I mean, my wife's from Western New York, so, you know, the fa- family watches it. And I, I must say, you know, I mean, Scrawny, you always said the uh, Philadelphia – you know, the Philadelphia Eagles were the Buffalo Bills of the NFC. And – Before they want to – so, that being said, I'm going to go with Colin. And you know what? He's had Kittle out for two weeks. I think getting Kittle back will be a huge increase uh, for him. And like I said, I think he has some injury, uh, some roster moves from some of the other teams that could very well help him. Um, so, I don't know how long he's going to last there. But that's what I said. All right, Serrano, number one team. Who you got? All right, I'm going to say it's Michael Thomas, but I want to give an honorable mention because we tried to say that we're avoiding picking ourselves. And what I'm going to say is I pick Michael Thomas as the best team. I do outscore him, and we have the same record. Take it away, guys. I mean. I think think that my team is more stacked. We have one rule. We literally only have one rule in the entire podcast, and it took you three weeks to just go ahead and break it. One rule, dude. One rule. <laughs> you you didn't say anything about Michael Thomas other than he had the same only, record. Only I think we did for people to pick the worst team. Your case for him being number one was that you were better. Listen, he's the second best team, so I picked him. Oh, Marone. All right. JP. <laughs> well... I'll tell you what, well, I don't know if you can make an adjustment on the fly, but I'm going Michael Thomas now. I had Mike Scarano first, but no, I'm going Michael Thomas. You want to know why? Because he follows the rules. What? That man what? up. He knows how to follow the rules, and I'm a man who appreciates that. <laughs> Absurd. Michael Thomas. Is you know why? You know, on that text message, I thought you were being too nice. And I was right. Listen, I until five seconds ago, I was going to pick you. And then, thanks to Tamala's fast fingers, I got Michael Thomas in there. And I'm not kidding. He has a much, much better, much better track record. <laughs> He's got league championships, something you don't have. He's shown he can work the waiver wire better than you. In the end, it's going to be Michael Thomas. You're out. All right. And that leaves us with? <laughs> I'm going to go with Money Mike. Um, look, Scarano, you're having a great year. Um, you'll blow it somehow. But for right now, I'll let you enjoy it. 
Oh, wait. Was that a hot take? <laughs> and look, I, 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 and I think that was uh, a hot I take. It, I, I think this <laughs> should bring us into our last segment uh, for tonight. Um, and actually, before we get that, guys, guys, if you, if you, I know we're having fun with the top and last. If you think we should do full rankings next week, uh, just drop a comment in the group chat, and uh, we'll see if we're we're up to doing um, yeah full ranking. I know Mike said that earlier, but it is it is really hard. The middle especially is is brutal. Um, you know, I'll do whatever you want, man. But it, I just just understand it's really it's really hard. It is hard well, to rank. I mean, I, I know when I do the group ranks, I look a lot at points scored, points against, mm-hmm. all that, matchups, injuries. Um, and really, the first couple weeks of the season, it's very hard to look at that because you do have outliers. Now, with three weeks worth of data, it's a little bit easier, and we'll have four weeks next week. So, But if you guys just like the first and last, that's fine, too. I don't want to annoy anyone by ranking them ninth. Um, you know. But okay, so we had some interesting news, JT, that you dropped into. That the was group pretty specific. Uh, um, one more time. You dropped some interesting news into the uh, group chat this morning mm. that the um, Tennessee Titans and uh, Vikings were quarantining themselves. Um, it looks like the Vikings haven't had any positive tests. And so after uh, 48 hours, they'll go back to resume there. But there is the possibility of missed games. Um, And, you know, uh, Michael Thomas did ask in the group chat, what's the story? Are these games just not counting? Are we just out of luck with those players? And, you know, we had talked about it. We talked about a couple different instances, and that's one of the reasons why we expanded the benches. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, yeah, if you have a team where they don't play this week due to uh, quarantine due to COVID, uh, you're going to have to make plans. Um, yeah, I mean, just to clarify, Tamala, we did we did bring this up. This was a part of our our league meeting, and it, it was debated amongst all those that were in attendance. And it it, it was it was a, a an interesting discussion. We talked about moving an IR spot for that, expanding. We we voted against that. Um, we talked about just expanding the bench, and and I think the expanded bench is is fun anyway. But it's especially important for something like this. Right now, actually, from every indication I hear, they're still planning to play. They might push the game to Monday. Um, but both the Vikings and the Titans had to evacuate their facilities and fully clean out today. Um, so it, it could affect a lot. I mean, that's that's four teams that are affected potentially in, in this week to come. I, obviously, this is our nightmare scenario for a lot of reasons. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't think this will be the last time we see this. Yeah, uh, I, I think the Titans, uh, just a little bit earlier tonight, they put three, um, a defensive lineman, a back, a long snapper, and a backup tight end um, on the COVID list. And then I guess the rest might be staff members. Yeah, um, five staff members. Honestly, with no positive tests for the Vikings, I'm thinking this would only affect the uh, Steelers and Tennessee game. Which you're looking at, Derrick Henry, um, Juju. Maybe Juju, and maybe Big Ben and James Conner. Um, so not that many, not as many as some other teams. AJ um, Brown, if he came back, yeah, I don't think he's come. I think he's going to be out a couple weeks. But um, it's, it, yeah, it's, it, it's a very interesting to think about I, what I, you would do. I do think, guys. Also, if we look at the path of the NFL, 
they they were debating whether to delay the draft or anything like that. And, and if you remember, it was a slightly different time during the pandemic. And one of the things I could say the NFL did was, is they're pretty steadfast. I, I think they're going to, I think by all means necessary, they're going to do whatever they can to have those games take place. Yeah, but if, if they get another positive test in that team, they may not be able to get the test results back in time to know that they're going to be t- protect those teams and therefore therefore possibly they're doing rapid testing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but as we saw uh, earlier in the preseason. Wouldn't it be great if two teams were out and then the other two teams can play? I think that would require a great deal of flexibility and a lot of regard because of scheduling and what if you're supposed to play them later in the season. And uh, I, I don't think that is likely to happen. I do think that moving by weeks and the changing of certain things is a possibility. I know that during the draft, they put up four or five different scenarios of ways to make this work. I think they've thought it through. I think they looked at what happened to baseball. I think they looked at what happened um, in, in some of the other sports with, with the bubble and, and they tried to learn from that. So I do not think the NFL is going to uh, in any way be shutting down. Um, but I do think there's a possibility of some lost games this year. There's just so many players and so many staff members and there's so many tendrils and you reach out i don't know tamala what would you say over under would you say five games canceled this year over under i'll take the under sorry postponed Uh, i'll I'll take the under under interesting i'll take the uh, hard oh man it really left me under Under. i think they're hardcore about it yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I think they'll bring a practice squad. Players. I think they'll do anything they can. Wow, I think that we will see a game canceled within the next couple weeks. Uh, I, I, again, I keep saying canceled, but I probably mean postponed. I, I don't think we will eventually lose all the games, but I do think there will have to be some schedule rejiggering that is occurring. But you know, you know what? I, I almost think if this is going to be the extent of this outbreak. Right here, I think this might be a wake-up call to some of the players to make sure that they keep on following the protocols that are in place. I think I think it's been pretty amazing with the um, number of tests that we have not like we have, and the NFL has not had many ne- positive tests. I mean, they've done a wonderful job, much yeah. better than I thought they'd be able to do. Completely um, agree. But I, I think there was um, there were you Almost know like you, put in like a mini bubble. Well, but there there were stories about you know letting other family members into the stadium that weren't. I heard something. I don't remember the exact story, but I think maybe this was just like when the Marlins lost that first week of the season. Um, yeah, that that kind of woke up some teams, and we're like, oh well, maybe we do actually have to take this seriously. All right, um, maybe this might actually help some other teams. Okay, so in that regard, though, there's two things. One, in baseball, both the Carlin Cardinals and the Marlins are the ones that had that major outbreaks. They both made the playoffs, still having to do an incredible amount of doubleheaders and, and makeup games. So it goes, you know, you never know. This doesn't rule out teams. So if it happens to your team, you know, God forbid it's Casey, but. Uh, if, if it happens to your team, we, we, you're not out of it. The second thing that I think is interesting is I heard some people mentioning what happens. Oh, if, what about, what if, what if it's week like 11 and, and your team's out of it? 
and you got guys that are starting to be a lot less cautious. That could really mess it up for a lot of the other teams. You know, if you're two and ten and you're miserable and you're like, screw it, I'm going to a club, you could come back and and, and cancel a game real quick. And, and maybe it, it doesn't happen at all. Uh, but that is actually my worry more than just uh, the randomness of like what happened with the Titans now. So then are you worried about the Buffalo Bills as since they played the Jets twice? I'm worried about the Bills when they when they go 13 and 0 and they're like, we're just gonna rest guys for the rest of the season. We've already played them once. <laughs> Wouldn't want the guys who are, you know, resting to go out and get the get the COVID. Yeah. Um, um, hey, by the way, I listened to a radio show that does for Trevor Lawrence mistakes. Your Eagles are three. <laughs> Tomorrow doesn't know what to say to that. Uh, honestly, I, I, I am all about blowing it up. How many more weeks before you're ready to trade Carson Wentz for Josh Allen? <laughs> He's thinking about it. Last week it was a hard no. He's yeah. Dirty. No, I mean Carson. Carson. Carson, Carson, Carson Wentz dead. looks broken, but that being said, I wouldn't be opposed to trading Carson Wentz. For Josh Allen? No, just for graphics. <laughs> I mean, granted, we're not doing it for you. It's all yeah. good, Smala. No worries. By next week, you'll be ready. Yeah. And, we, you know, this these three games were the easy part of our schedule. Yeah. Tough, tough start for the Eagles year. No yep. doubt. Well, I well you'll lose out. Let's just cross our fingers. And we get to keep playing this because it is fun. Sundays are fun. This is fun. Fantasy's fun. The chat's fun. I mean, it's 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 a big part of our lives, and and I'll be really really sad if for any reason any part of that disappears. So let's just keep it going as long as we can. And you know what? Very important. Check your rosters before the game start, because you never All know right. when you think this is going to break. Yeah. Good point. All right, guys. All right. Well, this has been fun. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, sorry we didn't get to any of your comments this week. Uh, maybe the debate, guys. And. Uh, if you uh, if you want us to do full rankings, drop.